Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also, guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts. She said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello, hello, everyone. Hi. We have a very special episode for you guys today. So our first Patreon episode ever was all about almost Bachelor leads. So guys that were maybe signed a contract and had that lead dangled in front of them and it was ripped away and they were snubbed. Well, in honor of charity season coming up in just a few weeks, we decided to do a Bachelorette version of this episode. And we're going to be diving into all the stories of almost bachelorettes. So the lovely ladies who almost got the role, but maybe lost it to someone else. And let me tell you guys, these stories are fucking juicy. So I know I'm so excited. Buckle up. I would like to please welcome our new bachelorette. I mean, it wouldn't be right if we didn't start out this episode without talking about the queen almost bachelorette, who is Britt Nelson. You guys probably remember Britt was the almost bachelorette who was teamed up with Caitlyn. And then the guys literally had to vote on one to be the lead and obviously that was Caitlyn. So Britt is the only one out of all these women we're gonna talk about today who actually knows what it feels like to like be the Bachelorette, even though yeah. it was short lived. I just can't imagine that, like telling your whole family like, hey, I'm leaving now to go film the Bachelorette. like packing for all of that only to be there and then be like sent home and what an ego blow to yeah. know that the guys voted and this other girl was voted to be the better one it's just such a shitty it's thing so toxic. and like brit went along with caitlin and did the whole press tour they were on every yeah. every talk show together because they were promoting it as who's it gonna be which is so weird yeah like why not do the press after and let caitlin just do it because what the fuck is brit promoting you know, she literally was there for, it was one night, but it was over the course of two episodes. So we watched two episodes that she's in. But yeah, to be the person that has to promote it when you're not really the lead, that's only like a constant reminder that you weren't the lead. They basically used her for first night ratings. A, a thousand percent. So since this season, we've had like the Gabby Rachel season. We've had like the unconventional Bachelorette seasons. But at this time, this was never the case. This no, Nothing like this ever happened. So when Chris Harrison announced it, it was like a real big shock to everyone. And he basically says that ABC, like the higher ups couldn't decide. Everyone was split down the middle. And then this is what he said on national television to alert everyone of what was going down. We actually decided not to decide. For the first time in Bachelorette history, we're gonna have two Bachelorettes. That's right. It is going to be Britt and Caitlin. So, the 25 men on night one who are going to have the ultimate say about who they think would make the best wife. I hate the wording of who will be the best wife because it's just like pitting women into these like boxes of like what is stereotypically like expected of them. And it's like, what do you mean who will be? Everyone will be a beautiful, amazing wife to the right person for them. So it's just like, yeah. I don't like this like measuring based on these like made up standards. Also, I just feel like this is so clickbaity because like there's not going to be two bachelorettes. Like there's going to be oh, one. Yeah. I, just, I just hate all of it. 
I can't believe someone at ABC was like, this is a good idea. We should do this, guys. Well, they were really were just using Brit, like you were saying. Like, this was a whole ploy to get people to tune in to night one, because that's mm-hmm. essentially what it was. And then Caitlyn went on with the season. But um, yeah, Caitlyn has spoken out, though, recently. I think we've covered parts of it that who would be the better wife, like, really fucked with her. And she did yeah. not like it. And it's just a horrible thing to say about two women. I just, I really hate that phrasing and that wording. What's also annoying is, like, ABC controlled who was cast. So if you watch night one of that season, you could tell that more guys, like, they're all talking about, oh, who you who you here for? Who you here for? You could tell that the guys with the that are getting more airtime all wanted Caitlyn. And the guys that maybe weren't, Juan and Caitlyn mm-hmm. didn't have as much of a storyline. So Brick goes on. She goes on to be the Bachelorette for a hot minute on the show, and the guys vote. And again, ABC's in control of who who really who is the Bachelorette at the end of the day because they know if they cast twenty Caitlyn fans and ten Brick fans, that obviously Caitlyn's going to be the winner. So true. I forgot about the fact that like they literally ask everyone in the hotel before they even tell them who the lead is. In most cases, oh, who do you want to be? So they know right who wants Caitlyn and who wants Brit. On the off chance it. that like Brit swayed it, like maybe when you met her in person, you were like, oh wow, I, I really like her. Obviously, that could happen. But like they are ultimately in control. Mm-hmm. They also can say they counted the votes and. It's not like, like who's going to be up? Oh, let me go see those papers. Let me make sure it was really Caitlyn. Well, they should have. What they should have done is like counted it in front of them, but they didn't do that. They literally like no, went to the back like, and they're like, let's just go count our votes. Yeah. Go into a secret back room, scribble Caitlyn on a few pieces of paper, and then come back out. And they're like, oh, Caitlyn. Literally, Caitlyn and Britt talk to all the guys. Then they pull Caitlyn and Britt. Like, Britt's in the front yard, Caitlyn's in the backyard, and the guys are just in the room and they're like, the. Whoever the lead is is going to come in, and mm-hmm. they don't know who it is. Chris goes into the yard wherever Britt is and says this to her. I'll get right to it. I counted the votes. Okay. A majority of the men have chosen one woman who they can hopefully see a future with. Um, Britt, unfortunately, you're not going to be the bachelorette. Ugh, the buildup for the letdown is just the biggest kick in the nuts. Like, did you really have to say, like, all that building up? Yeah, but I do, at the very least, he didn't say things, I think, that would lead her to think it was her, only to Mm. let her down. You know what I mean? He was very vague and like, well, there was votes Mm -hmm. for the person. But he didn't say something like, congratulations, blah, 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 (laughs) blah, you will be going home. Or I don't know. He could have been a lot more evil with it. But still, it's just, what a horrible thing to do. He does say after, because she, she takes a minute and she's like, I need to process this. Like, I was not expecting it. I really thought it was going to be me. Yeah. And he says, like, well, if it makes you feel any better, the vote was really close. And she's like, well, that doesn't make me feel better because that just means that, like, there could be guys in there that I really connected with. That season, though, one of the guys leaves the show when it was announced as Caitlyn and Brady goes after Brit. Mm-hmm. They actually date in real life. So Caitlyn has been really vocal about having to share the spotlight with Britt. But, like, Britt has really flown under the radar. However, Britt did go on Caitlyn's podcast a really long time ago and open up about her initial reaction. So we're going to play a clip from the podcast. 
I mean, I just want to go back. Like, how insane is it to think back to the moment Girl. when we were both I know. the Bachelorette, like, <laughs> against each other as friends? Like, it was never a, a weird thing. Well, okay, it was weird, but it was never, like... Well, it was beyond weird, but yeah. it was never weird toward you. Like, I just right. remember looking over at you like, what? What is life? What, what is, is life? life? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, what is life? And I just want, like... I think it's funny because we've talked about this so many times and we've reminisced and in that moment we were kind of chuckling but you know they had to make a tv show where it seemed like we were you know against each other and um but I think we need to like share with the people like what was going through your mind when they dropped that bomb like when they approached you and said like oh you know we're gonna have you as the bachelorette but p.s so is Caitlin and because you always have such a positive outlook on everything where I'm just like a negative Nancy who likes to have pink parties (laughs) but how were you feeling in that moment? Oh my, oh, my gosh. Well, I just remember, well, so first of all, I went and, like, had the meeting, you know, like, mm-hmm. where we're, you know, they're like, so we're, like, considering you, da 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 and obviously I'm, like, really excited. I'm like, oh, yeah. that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Like, yeah. whatever. And then I, like, didn't hear from them. They, like, ghosted me, like, just, like, went silent, oh right? And I was like, I guess I did really bad in my meeting. <laughs> you know, I was like, I guess this didn't go over so well. Right. And then I remember I went over to Elon's house, I believe. And he was like, so, I have good news. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you're going to be on The Bachelorette. And I was like, oh, my gosh, amazing. He's like, also, um, you're going to be competing with somebody. And I was like, uh, just, like, had no words, no thoughts, no words. I was just I like, that's know. not a thing. Yeah. Like, the world is, like, that's, that's not how things work. I've never heard of anything <laughs> like that. And then he's like, it's Caitlin. And I was like, that would be kind of more fun. I don't know. It's just like there's a little silver lining to this like horrible gray cloud of awkwardness of like what? <laughs> so, it was just it was like every emotion at once. But I was like, well, all right, let's let's see what this is. I couldn't imagine like going from a situation where you're competing with thirty other women for a guy and now it's like finally your chance to be in the driver's seat and you once again have to compete and it is kind of bullshit that they've only done this with women like why not yeah. have two guys that have to compete what the fuck yeah I agree I mean I was I don't like the idea in general of like you know two leads and then one person is not the lead on the first episode and then loses that momentum but we did get Gabby and Rachel season which was six in my view kind of a successful two lead season successful. I would like to see a two bachelor season i think that could be really interesting as well but they they would it's never crazy. do it and it's like no, why, why do you why do you guys oh because misogyny like i don't know they like to put women against each other but when it's a man it's like oh no he's the be all end all i, I right. just don't yeah i don't think they would ever do the gabby rachel style again though i feel like they would do the brit caitlin thing because i think that made for an interesting i think it it did what they wanted it to do like it it drew attention it got ratings but gabby and rachel remember they said like didn't nick say that producers well, were logistically like, this was a i shit think it's show. just like a shit show yeah and, and that's Too why much. i think they'll never do it again um mm-hmm. but i don't want to see that i don't want to see two people being the lead and then someone gets voted off the first night i just think that's like I know. cruel and unnecessary I'm, i was more thinking for my entertainment value but yes love you brit but she paved the way there are plenty of other women that abc snubbed so someone else from chris souls season who was apparently up for the role was carly waddell we don't have much information other than the fact that caitlin just named her as one of the people from chris's season that got contracts I couldn't picture Carly being the Bachelorette, though. I can't either. And by getting contracts, does that mean... So this was leading into Caitlyn and Britt's season? Yeah, like I get... But I'm Carly sure. had a contract at one point? 
Yeah, I think before they decided on we were going to do two, I'm sure Carly was considered. I think Jade probably was considered. There were a lot of dynamic people from that season. But Carly, to me, always was just like such a paradise superstar. She, I think they really liked her, though, because she was really good TV and thought maybe like her as a lead that would she could carry the whole season. She's a very good personality. She was yeah. always the narrator, whether it be on Chris's season or both of the Paradise seasons. She always was like the person keeping the storyline going. So I'm not surprised. But she doesn't seem to be... I feel like she's more of a Paradise gal. Yeah, I don't know. She does have a big enough personality, though, that I think could lead a whole season but Mm. yeah I'm just given like the way she was off the show and and like her timeline of it I just feel like there are more people that people might have been more emotionally invested in their storyline at that time right and I think yeah if Carly was the one option she would be great but I think that season like they said there were just so many people that resonated with the audience that they had to pick two Mm -hmm. so but I, I still stand by I don't believe there really was two ever we said this at Fots Fest, yeah. but like one of Caitlyn's first dates was the Amy Schumer comedy date. Like that absolutely was planned for Caitlyn. And it's not like they can just get Amy Schumer on speed dial and be like, hey, can you come here tomorrow? Like Caitlyn's a bachelorette. These are things that have to be planned out. If like, yeah. I don't know, Britt just has a different personality. She's not someone that's going to be doing stand-up comedy with Amy Schumer. Totally. I mean, the fact that we never got to see that vote, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm like, yeah. okay, rigged, 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 rigged. Release the votes. Seriously, like I need to read every single piece of paper. And the more I dig into this, the more it seems like any person that like somewhat resonated with the audience on the show gets considered in some way. Like there's some mm-hmm. kind of conversation. There's there's perhaps a contract. So after Colton season, Mike Fleiss admitted that he interviewed five terrific women from the season. And he also tweeted initials. These are the initials. Can you see if you can name them? T. H D C H. I mean, that seems very You're looking obvious. Looking at the answer. Well, no, but even just seeing those letters, knowing Colton's season and the people that got a lot of attention during that season. Right. Like, it's very obvious who those people are. Guys, you just write down your guesses right now and I'll let you know in five, four, three, two, one. It is Tasha, Hannah Brown, Demi, Kaylin, and Hannah Godwin. Crazy that two out of those five have been the Bachelorette. True. Yeah. And I think had Hannah Godwin not gotten with Dylan on Paradise, and if she at any point became single, I think the role could be hers in a heartbeat. I think similar to Kaylin if she's ever not with Dean. Um, And Demi also too, I think, would have been an interesting choice at that time. I think people were invested enough in her. And I'm just always down for them to like do more of a curveball than what we're expecting. You know what I mean? Like we've seen the beauty queen polished bachelorette. I like seeing someone a little bit more personality driven and a little bit more messy and Hannah Brown was that but I think Demi could have also been good at that too they probably you know maybe learned that we like a little personality guys we don't want someone like picture perfect um so they went with Hannah Brown which I think was one of their best choices they've ever made but Demi specifically so Robert Mills explained to E! News he said with Demi we thought she was going to be a villain she's like a Corinne Olympios she's like a Tierra one of those sort of classic villains. And then you thought, no, she's not like that. She speaks her mind and she's very open. And although Demi wasn't obviously chosen for the role, Robert Mills admitted that she was, quote, a strong contender. And then they invited Demi to be on Hannah's season. Remember, she was there like night one with um, Katie in the van. Yeah. I feel like the word villain to describe like a Demi and even a Corinne, it's a very weird choice that they still, they're so 
closed-minded in the way like their show works and the different archetypes that they don't have any other word to describe a Corinne or a Demi other than a villain but neither of them were mean ever like what is villainous about Demi she's just a big personality but they're so old school that like they don't have a word for it they're just like oh yeah yeah, she was the villain I'm like how was Demi the villain she didn't do anything right I mean, the, the word villain doesn't really make sense. It's like this umbrella term that anyone that gets screen time for being loud in some way yeah. falls under that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So in that list of people, Kaylin Miller Keys came up and she has been like unexpectedly vocal or she was vocal about wanting this role, which is weird because I also feel like in the press when Hannah was announced, she's like, oh, I didn't want it. I didn't want it anyway. But like after hearing the clips that we're going to play, you, you'll be able to tell that that wasn't the case. She very yeah. much did want it. So this is Kaylin detailing on the Almost Famous podcast, getting the call and learning that she lost out to her former arch nemesis. I remember getting the call that it wasn't me for Bachelorette. And I was like, dang, that kind of sucks. Um, but, and then I found out it was her at Women Tell All. We all kind of knew at Women Tell All that it was her. And it hurt. It definitely hurt. But I mean, yeah, it it stung and I was upset and I was like, I kind of was led to believe that it was mine and then suddenly it wasn't and it was Hannah's and, you know, looking back on previous seasons, it's always been in the top four and then for them to branch out and pick Hannah, I was just, it hurt. And, and I just felt like, I don't know, like I was, I don't know. I just have so many thoughts on the issue. <laughs> Like, yeah, no shit. They made her think she had it and then she didn't. Well, so if you watch the Women Tell All of Colton's season, Kaylin mm-hmm. has her hot seat and she's like sobbing. She's really pushing the tears. And we're going to play a clip of Kaylin admitting that she faked those tears to in, in an effort to try to be the Bachelorette. To hear the rest of this episode and to also hear more shocking stories about people who were supposed to be The Bachelorette and then ended up getting screwed over and not getting it, you guys can go to patreon.com slash she's all batch. Not only will you have access to this full episode, but you will have access to all the other bonus episodes that we have created for our Patreon membership. It's, you know what? It's a good good time. time. And I'm sorry, like the Kayla stuff. Like, the shit that she went through to be almost the Bachelorette, like, I, when doing research, my jaw was on the floor because... I know, it's crazy. Justice for Kayla. I mean, she's happily ever after now, but yeah, we go into a lot more people. Christina Shulman, Tia Booth, Tenley, lots more with crazy-ass stories of almost being the Bachelorette. So go check it out at patreon.com slash she's all batch. (laughs) 